Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. So JJ, I noticed you were just a little frazzled this morning as we were trying to get started in our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I was so frazzled. <laughs> I, it was like an entire morning of just feeling behind. Right. <laughs> yep. And then yep. when we were supposed to meet up to record this, I was not prepared at all. Everybody in my house was loud. <laughs> like I just was like freaking out and I don't like to be late. And I was late and I was unprepared and so here we are. And that just threw you into a tither. It did. It was a trigger. (laughs) Actually, you got triggered. It was so triggered. (laughs) We were we we thought we would talk about triggers today, and I feel like you were like in a state of triggerness. (laughs) I did not like it. You know, it's funny. Oh, it's so about- off balance. It was, it's like, I was just off balance. Like this morning was fine. I got up this morning. I kind of did my work at home routine, right? Um, but just as the morning progressed, it's like things slipped and slipped to the point where I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. I was so out of balance. Wow. And then when I realized that it was like, five after 11 and you and I were supposed to be on a call and just boom, like <laughs> fully triggered, fully triggered. I called you and I was like, what did I call you? I did probably was babbling incoherently. Actually, about you didn't even call me. You things. sent me a text with the rolling the eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. I couldn't even speak. <laughs> you couldn't even speak. <laughs> and because I know you, that emoticon was like, Oh, danger. Will Roger, he's not in a good space. You know, what's so funny about that is like when, you know, like in this moment, you're talking about being triggered, like the stuff that you were triggered about was super real. And um, but your feelings about like that you were failing because you were five minutes late. I mean, those feelings and like how they kind of overtook you. It's it had nothing to do with what was happening between you and I. Like you could have easily said, I'm running late. I need to do something different. And I would not have even thought twice about it. But emotionally, you got amped up because in right. your mind, it was totally different. Yeah. Like there's not, there was nothing, no external thing that needed to happen at 11, right? No. Like we had, uh, we have the whole afternoon to record this thing. Like there's no, this is all self imposed internal. And it's like, where do you even say it's self-imposed? Like, it's like a thing that just <laughs> comes up, right? Yeah. And then it's like anxiety that just somehow feeds into yeah. itself to the point where you're not really, I was not even really thinking very rationally. Like yeah. a rational thought, you're right, was, hey, you're five minutes late. It's no big deal. You have two hours time blocked for this event. Yeah. And it's, and it's me too. So it's not like somebody who doesn't know you and doesn't understand that if you're yeah. not 10 minutes early, you feel like you're late. Cause that's how you are. Like I would have given you that grace. It's absolutely no big deal. So given that, like, how can I get so triggered on 
something that should be so easy and comfortable. If you think about like how easy it is for that to happen in a in an easy environment, yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, we all know how bad it is when it happens in a high pressure environment, yeah, right? Yeah. Where the expectations are even higher. Yeah. Well, and I just feel like in this conversation, what I'm recognizing and what I'm feeling is the emotions behind it, the emotions mm-hmm. inside as you got triggered, like all the reasons were totally logical reasons and no one would ever challenge or question those reasons. But the emotions inside, it's like anxiety, you know, judgment, self-judgment, yeah. guilt, like guilt, like I'm late. That is so bad. And all of these um, sort of fantasy thinking pattern. I don't mean fantasy in, in that in that manner, but like we take something that's very, very simple and then we fantasize in our minds very quickly and it, and make it bigger than it really truly is. And I think that that's the trigger point, right? Some emotion spurs in us and creates these thinking patterns that are not quite how we would be thinking if we weren't feeling emotional. Yeah, well, it's in, like you, um, you, you said something that made me think of like the image of who I think I am mm, mm. and my actions weren't lined up regardless of like the lo- very logical circumstance that happened. Right. Yeah. Uh, my wife might debate this point, but I think I'm an on-time person <laughs> in her world. If, if, if I, if something starts at 11 and you're not there 10 minutes early, you're late. Yes. But yeah. like, I think I'm an on-time person. I wasn't on time. There's the conflict, right? Yeah. My own self-image and my own actions weren't in alignment. Yeah. So that triggered me, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. You know, it's so interesting. Like I was thinking about what kinds of things will trigger me. And um, one of the things that I find that I'll get really whipped up, well, that's one too. I, I don't like being late. And I know where that came from. It came from in my house when I was young. One of my parents was always very early. And one of my parents was always very late. Mm. And there was always extreme um, stress when we were supposed to be out the door for something. Yes. Right. And that stuck with you. Oh my gosh. So now I always feel this anxiety inside as we start getting closer to the time that we're supposed to walk out the door or that a meeting Mm -hmm. is supposed to start or a phone call is supposed to start. And the feeling I have inside, it honestly doesn't match the action outside. It just doesn't match. Mm. But but what I recognize is that feeling of anxiety inside of me. Mm-hmm. It's a tension. Like it's a real tension. And so how does ahead. that feel like physically? How does that feel? Yeah. I mean, you talk about mind-body connection. Like yeah. you can feel that before you recognize it. So what is, how's yeah. that feeling come up for you? How's That's that so physical good. come yeah. up for you? Yeah. And I would say for me that anytime that I start to feel like I've been triggered by something, like in this conversation, we're talking about something as simple as being on time. But in any time that I get triggered, I can feel it in my chest. Mm. Like I start to get this tense feeling and across my shoulders, the back of my neck, 
I start to feel like this constriction, everything starts to get tight. And, and then that anxiety, it either stays as anxiety or I replace it with another feeling, which is mad. Mm. Like I get mad. Like I don't yeah, like, like, why are, like what's that. happening that's causing me to be late. Why yes. is this late? Yes. Who's why? doing this? What, yeah. you know, what's happening? Right. <laughs> and how is this going to reflect on me if I'm going to be late? And who is this going to make mad? And I'm already mad because I'm late. But uh, it's really interesting when you think about the feelings that once we've been triggered by something, and it doesn't have to be, it can be all sorts of things, right? Like triggers mm -hmm. happen for all sorts of reasons. But the, that emotion inside, usually, you know, like if I'm putting on my coach hat, I would say, really, there's two sponsoring feelings to everything, and that's love and fear. And, and when you have a really strong reaction, it's usually sponsored by one of those two things. Well, not usually. It's always sponsored by one of those two things. And like being late, for example, and then feeling anxious and then getting mad. But the real sponsoring thought was fear. Mm -hmm. Fear of being late, fear of being judged because I'm late, fear of causing a conflict because I'm going to be late. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I, I think when I was like, when I, today, when I was triggered, my physical, the thing that physically happens to me as a, as a way I can like, yeah, tell that that's coming up is like, I will actually shake i i get like a little shaky oh not yeah like, not weak shaky but like it's it is like yeah yeah tension like, like a shaking i'm shaking why am i hand shaking like hmm. uh which see it it uh which is obviously for me it's like pretty easy to start recognizing that like <laughs> happening and it's funny how it happens before you uh realize it in your in your head yeah right? Yep, because your body will always tell you how you're feeling before it hits your brain every single time, every time. So what, once you've, once we kind of start realizing that we're getting triggered, once we start um, getting in tune with the very early um, signals that, that we are kind of on this spiral, um, yeah. What are some things that that you do or that that you help people with like to get themselves back centered and grounded from that state? Yeah. You know, there's actually usually um, three things that I will offer and what I try to do myself if I've been triggered. And uh, one of the things is to recognize how far in I am. Mm. How triggered am I? Because if I'm all well, in, scale for that, like, like a little bit. <laughs> I usually tell by the color of my face. <laughs> <laughs> the color of my face and neck <laughs> might be a beautiful raspberry tone that is not typical. <laughs> um, but you know, like what I would try to do is like notice how far in I am, like how long have I let it go before I recognize, oh my gosh, I don't feel good. If it's early enough on, I can kind of catch myself and then sort of like bring myself down with more soothing thoughts. 
it doesn't, you know what, if you feel you're going to be late, maybe you could hit it off at the pass and just make a quick phone call or a quick text and give yourself a little more time even, you know, like instead of being, I'm, I'm worried mm -hmm. I'm going to be two and a half minutes late, which is literally how I would think. I might send a text and just say, I'm so sorry. I think I'm going to be about seven minutes late or 10 minutes late and then get there beforehand. So I feel like I'm just sort of shifting my energy some into more, um, more soothing thoughts. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's probably one of the best ones. The other one is to um, go more general. In other words, as I get more and more uptight, I will be thinking more and more and I get more specific about the thinking because mm. I start picking things apart even more and more and more and just going in deeper and deeper. And uh, if I can be more general, that can really help, you know, like yeah, go more general like, in the thinking. I would maybe like if, if I phrase it like this, like you, you zoom out, you look at the bigger picture. Is that kind of what you mean? Or just your your literal thoughts become more general in nature as opposed to I'm going to be two minutes late and just the, the tightness of that kind of thinking, mm. you know, whereas the, the more global way of thinking might be, let's just take a breath in the grand scheme of things. Is it going to be that crucial to be two minutes early? You know, can I see how much I've done and that being two minutes late in the grand scheme of the day, is that really that, mm -hmm. is that a huge character flaw for real? Or yeah. is it, is it perhaps, so just going more general is an, is another really good thing. And then, you know, um, we've been talking about the trigger of just being late, but there's one other way that you can do it too, but it kind of depends on the trigger. So um, like you were asking, you know, what can you do about the trigger, but I think it's kind of interesting to talk also about what are things that trigger us besides being late, obviously. I mean, you and I both share that trigger, which is kind of interesting. I actually never really thought of it that way until today. Um, <laughs> but a lot of times I also feel triggered by other things having nothing to do with my time. And that might be I can feel triggered by certain people. Mm -hmm. that show up a certain way. Um, and I can just feel myself getting like wound up inside about yeah, how I feel that uh, being, I'm, I'm allergic to some people. Yeah. I, that's the way I phrase being triggered by some people. Yeah. Allergic to them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's your, that's a trigger, right? So like yeah, certain totally. people can trigger us. Um, or like if something, if I have pictured something in my mind, like an outcome, whether it be in a conversation or whether it be in a project or whether it be in something, you know, that I'm whatever. And that outcome isn't what I pictured it would be. A lot of times I can be really triggered by that because I feel really let down. Like I'm, then I beat myself up about feeling bad about it. Like, Oh yeah. You know, like, did I, was I setting the bar too high? Um, or, so it's like, know, again, it's like an expectation yeah. mismatch. Yeah. But yeah. it can be really powerful. That that can be really powerful. Yeah. And in the like in the workplace, like going into certain offices and being in a meeting, right, where the same kind of scenario always renders a similar solution that I don't really like. 
mm-hmm. or I, I'm in these meetings with certain individuals where I just feel like the energy isn't quite right or we're not really solving what we're trying to solve, I might feel really triggered by that. So the thing I think that's interesting about triggers is like a lot of times when we're describing them, it's like an external thing that's happening to us, right? Mm -hmm. Like my meetings went long, so now I'm late or, Mm. you know, Bob always comes into my office and blah, 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 right? Like, like things are happening to us, which are causing the tr- us to get triggered. But is that really like, is that really how that works? I don't like the idea that it's like, what's an, you know, an internal trigger, an external trigger, maybe they're all just internal triggers. Well, right? you they're know, all about us, right? Yeah. It's so funny. I was having a conversation similar to this this morning. I wasn't even really aware that that this would tie to this part, but it really does, is that, um, you know, some people can say, oh, these are the things that trigger me. You know, when people don't do what they say they're going to do, when, when someone re asks me to repeat the question four times, or, you know, like they can, they can tick off all of these Mm -hmm. standardized things that they say trigger them into getting mad. But the reality is, is that we have a feeling inside of us there's something in how we think, feel, be, are that is actually triggered by those external things. Mm-hmm. So those external things to me, like if I'm thinking about it, I think those external things are nothing more than a, um, sort of a, a light bulb going off. Like, ah, there's something in your process here. Like you, something's triggering you that would right. be worth internal exploring. Light bulb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, an internal light bulb that has been reminded that it exists through some external happening. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. That's really to interesting think to think about because it's really, um, we, you know, the words we use to describe them, and then kind of what's happening inside. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have real good language around describing triggers and how how our response to them. It's, yeah. But you know what's funny is we don't maybe say them on the outside, but I really think that most everybody knows. And if they don't, if they certainly sit for a moment and sort of feel in their bodies, Mm -hmm. I think most people can get pretty quickly to what their top triggers are. Mm -hmm. I really think so. And, And I think the hardest part is exactly what you said is like putting words around it or being honest with ourselves about it. Cause I think, it's right at that point where we hit a fork in the road. We can either be honest with ourselves about it and, and decide what do we want to, how do I want to be with these triggers? Like now that I've noticed them, what, what's, what's available to me, or we can try to shut that feeling, all those feelings off. And then we make ourselves wrong for having the feelings that, that something mm. triggered us. And we, we go into this guilt or shame and, yeah, and, and that's all really this emotion. Hard. Yeah, yeah, and then nothing gets solved with that, but that's our human condition to constantly make ourselves wrong. And that's no way to live. Like we don't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, right? Like you're right. I mean, it is like the human condition to do that. And it's a it's it's a shame, right? I know. Like, 
because even when you unpack it logically, a lot of the triggers are things that happened when we were children or circumstance that was kind of outside our control. And we're just reacting in, in ways that, you know, again, with your logical brain, you wouldn't, but it happens. And we just have to like, accept like, yeah, that's, that, that's what happens. It's okay. (laughs) I think a lot of times we get a trigger by something and then we feel like overly responsible for whatever that is on the outside you know, Mm. overly responsible Mm -hmm. to own it or we're obligated to do something with it to prove that we are. And I don't think it's actually any of those things, but we're so used to worrying about the external piece of everything, the validation on the outside that we've, we've somehow gotten away from validating ourselves and seeing how powerful that is. And when we do that, like when we focus on that piece, I feel like we have this huge opportunity to put down a lot of those really strong emotions and then understand what those triggers are and give ourselves grace. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So, I think it'd be, oh, go ahead. I was just going to um, talk about like, you know, I totally agree that getting, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about, after kind of past after you've been triggered after you've calmed down to have some self-reflection on like okay really what happened there right like Mm -hmm. like let me think about um why that came up maybe something about the way i think about things or my past or, or or whatever um i think that's really interesting the um the thing we kind of skipped over a little bit that i want to circle back on a bit yeah is like just like getting from that like hyper triggered state Mm. back down Mm. because you know i think all of us you know we all have experienced it obviously i experienced it yeah momentarily just a moment ago um but like the time you you know the time kind of like we have expectations about how long it would take to calm down from that Mm -hmm. um it's Mm -hmm. probably for everybody or like techniques on calming down right Obviously, I immediately got in my car and blasted the 90s rap as loud as I could. (laughs) Um, But everyone's got their own approach, you know? (laughs) We share that playlist just in case you forgot. I think, you know what? I think that while I would love to say that there's a very simple answer to this, I think that it is a little bit of a process to be able to, to get hold of. And what you're describing is this you're describing really strong waves, right? And in this self-awareness journey, when we start, the waves are really, like they have to get really, really high for us to notice. Like I'm triggered and that wave is really, really big. And then we know there's a period where it has to come down, crash down so that I can just become more normal until I become more normalized or more okay. And then it takes a little more again, as it starts to build, something else happens, we get triggered again, we get triggered again. And that wave becomes big again, before we let it come crashing down. And I think what happens is, through self awareness, through having more understanding and accepting of how we feel, what we start to do is we shorten that space. 
and we pre prevent the waves from becoming so high and crashing so far down. Mm -hmm. And we start to learn how to have more scalloped waves because let, let's be honest, we're human beings. We're interacting with other human beings. We're constantly going to be having experiences, highs and lows, but, but through awareness, having an understanding of when our body becomes triggered, having an understanding of our brains, and then like being able to just create more scalloped waves in our experience. And then the time that we're experiencing that and the emotional energy that we're using becomes far less and more easily managed. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like the idea that like the, the waves don't go away. No. Right. They, they just maybe become a little bit different shaped and you're able to surf them. Right. More exactly. easily. Instead, yeah. Instead of them, instead of yeah. you like trying to ride the monster wave, it's much easier to, to, yeah. to ride the smaller waves more consistently. Yeah. And that self-awareness isn't just like this altruistic theoretical awareness. It's really um, being able to really care about yourself and have objectivity about your feelings so that you aren't judging yourself. Because again, like if you get triggered about something and then it makes you mad, the reason it's usually making you mad is you're feeling super guilty or you're, you're, you're just in shame about the fact that you're having this strong emotion. And a lot of times we do everything in our power to not show that emotion on the outside, but it can become very damaging on the inside. So here we're so far away what the, then from what the actual event was. And we're so caught up in the secondary guilt and shame of how we always react, you know, air quotes, how come I always do this? Why can't I ever just not let that matter? And I, I, I think it's just a, it's a journey. And, and, you know, like I always say, once you know something, you can't unknow it. And understanding, like, first of all, what are these things that seem to get me hooked up all the time? And there's some exercises we can talk about in a later podcast to help people. But I think that's the first one is like, take your inventory. What do you think are your top you know, three things or five things that really make you triggered. And for a lot of people, what here are the five that I hear all the time, self-doubt, um, particular people, certain situations, uh, unfavorable outcomes, and unrealized feelings. I think mm. the first part to that is to just sort of, you know, unpack your triggers and understand what they really, really are and spend a little time with writing about them, feeling those feelings behind them and tracing them back. Like what's the earliest time I ever remember feeling like that? Hmm. Yeah. Just to start to have more awareness about those feelings and where they came from. Well, that, that sounds like a perfect segue into another episode. Cause I'm sure <laughs> there's a lot of unpacking that we can do there. <laughs> precisely um, in the meantime i think i am going to go grab my self-awareness wetsuit <laughs> up in the ocean and try to try to surf some of these waves <laughs> good luck <laughs> oh good to talk to you i'm looking forward to the next discussion we hope that you've enjoyed today's episode our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. 
This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.